What's going on, everybody? We are back for another night of discussing the Challenge 39. We've got a very special guest with us tonight, Mr. Brett Larkin Lavin from the Reality Guys. Very excited to talk to Brett tonight. Um, Hello. Thanks, 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 thanks for having me. And I, I forgot to put... I, I impromptu threw the Lavin in there because I, I remembered you guys had last names of people you liked, and I couldn't think of anyone until I just went with the host. And I forgot my That's perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, right. Man. That's right. If you click the three dots on the side, you can um, you can still edit your name. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll just keep editing it over and over and over again. That sounds <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's your name. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm very excited. Very excited to talk more challenge with you guys, uh, especially having a special guest here. So uh, we're going to play our little theme, our little intro, and then we'll get going on the episode. Here we go. Take this baby off. Right. My name is John Dunphy Judea, of course, standing my queen, Mariah. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my ride or dies, Mr. Kyle Petty Young, standing. Hey, hey! The, the fabulous Kylan Young. Of course, Gina Margino, standing Olivia Kaiser. And of course... What was that name? <laughs> just, I, I started messing up the name, all right? Just let's move on. Gina Margino Kaiser. And of course, uh, Brett Larkin-Lavin. Uh, so good to have you here, Brett. I actually wanted to ask you before we start talking about the episode, uh, the picture that we used for the opening. Um, that it seems like such a cool event. That thing. What, what what was that? Was that like a it was like a race you were in or something? Yeah. So uh, I guess I didn't see it because I was in backstage mode, which is new to me. So that was interesting. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's from <laughs> that's from the Spartan race. So in 2019, basically they went to four different Spartan races around the U.S. One of them being in Atlanta, where I live. And they held auditions for the challenge. So this is the first time they've ever had an actual audition for the challenge. Normally they've done like what real real world and like if you're on one of those other shows like uh, mm -hmm. Are You the One and stuff. So I've applied to the real world twice and <laughs> didn't get anywhere. And uh, so with this one, 2019, I went to the Spartan race and I raced. And then afterwards, I went and auditioned. And uh, that's COVID happened shortly after there so i like to say oh, wow. that uh, it's COVID's fault i didn't get cast and not my own so who knows where that would have been but it was supposed to be a season of uh like half spartan racers half actual challenge people and do a new season like that oh that's awesome that's really really cool that must have been a fun experience um all right. Uh, I also just remembered, I forgot to mention, of course, we are Strat Chat. So find us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod on all your social media platforms. Um, and uh, Brett from the Reality Guys, you know, I'll, I'll say it at the end of the episode, too. But tell people where they can find uh, the Reality Guys and find you. Um. Well, I guess I have an Instagram that's now on my photo behind my uh, my maiden name or whatever. <laughs> maiden name. <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, so go follow me there. So I have more than like 400 followers. And uh, if you want to follow the reality guys, you can uh, check us out on YouTube. It's the reality guys. And uh, awesome. I don't know how else to, to pitch that. <laughs> Which people should already be checking out because I'm on there weekly. So, like, yeah. if you're not checking it out, then get it together. Yeah. 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 It's a and great podcast. Sports, I started doing sports betting, too. So, if you go follow me on Instagram, you can get some of my picks for free. Ah, so, all right. Very nice. Very nice. This is the audience. This is the audience. Oh, well, John liked it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that had a real connection. Good for y'all. <laughs> it's money connection. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, so there were a couple of things before the daily challenge in this episode um, that I guess kind of felt like they were themes of the episode throughout. One was, oh, yeah? I felt like it, it kept coming up, right? Horacio and just like not having a voice, not having any like agency in the game when it comes to like the social and strategic side of the game. There were like, it came up so many times. There was a point where Horacio yeah, was talking. I about. Talking to, well, I mean, I think it's true. I think this episode showed it's very true. And the, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like the whole take there was like, in Ride or Dies, Horacio was not allowed to have an opinion because Olivia steamrolled him all season. And I was like, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. Oh, you took that as a negative? I didn't take that negatively. As a steamroll? I mean, 
I don't know. I, I, to me, it felt like oh. they were trying to say like he wasn't allowed to have an opinion in Ride or Dies. I think the reason he didn't have an opinion was because all the vets were voting him in every elimination. So that's definitely and, true like, too. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I don't think it was necessarily an Olivia thing. It was just like everyone was like, "All right, cool, they're strong, throw them in." Yeah. I do think he did also benefit, though, in the moments that he wasn't in danger and things like that. I do think that he did benefit from Olivia in the sense that he didn't have to politic. He didn't have to say anything because mm. Olivia was the, the larger voice. And that's kind of what I thought that message was. I actually didn't think it was victimizing Horacio as much as like this end of the game is new to him because he doesn't want to play that side of it. So he just didn't and let sure. Olivia kind of like grab the reins there. So. I didn't think it was a negative, and we're seeing where it was a negative because Horacio does not know what to do with himself now that he's by <laughs> himself. Very, very. This is actually why Joss stopped playing the challenge. Remember Joss from um, oh, yeah. War of the Worlds um, when he didn't know if he could go against the UK alliance? Honestly, it, oh, now that you're saying it out loud, it sounds exactly the same. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And Georgia was like, Joss, please no, please no. And he's like, oh. And we went to like three commercial breaks before he finally made his decision. Like, that's Horacio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly a lot of people in the house have that opinion. I think at one point, Emmanuel and Callum were talking about him. Emmanuel was talking later in the episode about how Horacio needs to man up. Jay was talking about how he feels like Horacio doesn't even know what kind of game he's playing. And we even saw it. There was a, there was a conversation that Horacio and uh, Zara had after the nomination, like, like, you know, just after the daily challenge where Horacio himself said, like, I need to start like playing for myself and doing what's best and like find my voice. So I just, yeah, it seems like he doesn't really, uh, he's not, he's not confident enough to make those like mm -hmm. this like socially and strategically, it seems like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I didn't think he was that big of a wuss in, in the other seasons or episodes, but uh, yeah, this episode I thought it was week AF for Horacio. So bro, <laughs> it was really bro, the man up. Damn. Yeah. It's, it was highlighted a lot in this episode. Um, or as and of course, said in reality guys, Horacio needs to stop being a weenie. <laughs> a weenie. Yeah. A big I weenie. I like weenie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other theme of this episode, I thought, was uh, just Corey kind of being a mess. <laughs> yikes. Big um, yikes. Yeah. And Kyle's it, just it was rot. It was like <laughs> it was it was great to get that moment like in, early in the episode where like Melissa was talking about how she felt so close to Corey and that he was somebody that she could trust because of what happens later and we'll talk about it when we get to, you know, the nomination po portion but um yeah. So uh and then that from there I mean pretty much daily challenge was next. Um this was called working the angles. I actually I really liked this yes. daily challenge. Uh, they had the two hanging oh, pyramids over the water. Kyle seems to have a very um, yeah. opinion. <laughs> One was the uh, the puzzle key on the pyramid, and then the other was you know where the players had to recreate the puzzle. Um, we had six teams of three, well, five teams of three, and one team of four. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, Kyle, you based on your reaction there, I want to know what you thought about this challenge. I just thought it was lame-o. Like, this was not <laughs> exciting to watch. Um, I Like, who cares? Like, you, you're just putting colored triangles in, like, different slots. And it's like, if you were there and actually doing it, I can see how this could be very, very enthralling, you know? But as a viewer, like, so what? Um, other than the swinging from one triangle to the other, so what? Um, <laughs> I thought it was super lame, I, super, super lame. Um, I agree. I mean, we, we talked about that uh, just an hour ago, but uh, yeah. so on, this this challenge was on the trailer, I believe. And on the trailer, it looked way more fun. It looked like there was a lot more swinging, and it looked like there might be some like fighting on the pyramid. I thought they were gonna, you know, maybe like you both defend one side of the pyramid and then have to like fight over a neutral ground or something. Oh, but, sure. This one was just literally like, all right, swing once, cool, you're over there. Now climb climb up then climb down and slowly solve the puzzle and the puzzle is really easy i mean all you had to do is figure out all right cool what colors on top of the upside right. down triangle like they didn't even have um you know maybe if like if red was on top and then blue was on left sometimes but other times blue was on the right of a red yeah like yeah, yeah trickier this one pretty straightforward pretty simple and just yeah. you know, they needed more something like they more swinging maybe like have 
five triangles and swing to all of them. I don't know. But the swinging was my favorite part, and they didn't do enough of it, and no one fell. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I, I totally agree with it. Yeah. And I also think that, like, I didn't know that like, you couldn't watch enough and I didn't have the thought until like it was a little bit after the competition, but like, was the puzzle key the same each and every time? Because if you were later in the rotation, you very easily could You've have memorized. Seen it a bunch, like, yeah. Yeah. You could have memorized the first three lines and being able to do that really would have been huge in a competition like this, where you're not trying to communicate colors, you know, back and forth. You're talking about like the first three lines. It's only one and then two and then three. Mm. You think that I didn't think to pay you... attention to that. Yeah, I why well, again I didn't think about it until after it was over, too. Um if you're sitting there memorizing it, especially because you gotta think there's somebody from production that also now has to reset all of these things, right? So after you did it, they've now got to move it back to the other side. That entire time you're just sitting there memorizing lines, and it's like well, of course they got faster as it went on because yeah. they've been looking at it for how long? No, that's <laughs> that's yeah. No, I didn't really think about it either, but I feel like they would have had to change it up because you can't just have the whole group standing there just looking at it, figuring out what the whole thing is. I think they would have would have to change it. Um, I hope you would think, but yeah. I, I think that's worth going back and just taking another look <laughs> just, just to check it out. Yeah. See. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry. You didn't like it. I, I, I still thought it was fun. I still it's thought it was a fun, uh, fun challenge. Yeah. So hooray for me, I guess. Um, hooray for you, except what do you think about your betrothed? And well, uh, oh, I've been, on. I've been waiting for this. Hold on. Well, hold on. Hold on. So I decided I want to start doing something for daily challenges, uh, which is I want to have, I want to put my standouts and my slackers. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Sure. So, we my like stand, uh, my standouts for this, I'm gonna start out with, were uh, first one was Jay. The way he was climbing around that pyramid was like wild to me. <laughs> I thought he was awesome. Um, I also, I, I wanted to give some flowers to James because the last time we saw him in a challenge, he fell from something that was suspended over water, and his face got beat up, and you could tell he was like, oh. yeah, he was like really scared about this, but he jumped right in, and he and he did pretty well, I thought. Um, uh, another standout for me was uh, Berna's cheeks. Those things were out oh there. Oh my god! <laughs> those, those things were out there. They were out there. Um, and then finally, the team of Horacio, Big T, and Kylan, because they just absolutely killed it, uh, and they won. They won the daily challenge. I have one slacker for this, and it's Mariah. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I still love her. I still think she's perfect. Um, but I was a little disappointed in this. <laughs> <laughs> so did you think she was perfect before her nose job or after because i don't add it on ride or dies perfect no matter what Year old. perfect no matter what both versions both versions of the nose great with me i'm fine with it john I... took one look at mariah and just threw a crown directly at her <laughs> as, as the, i guess as the other well yeah i guess as the other guy here that would might like mariah honestly i don't think she's that hot Ooh. Listen, Yay. we're all different strokes, different yeah. strokes for different folks. Okay. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if someone's going to be deemed a slacker, they have to participate first in the competition. I think, no, I think, I think the definition of a slacker is somebody that like doesn't participate though. <laughs> right. Like, like if you're slacking, that I means you're like not she, doing she anything. To, but I feel like she needs to have the opportunity to slack. <laughs> Well, she, she did. She could have. She could have contributed, and she didn't. <laughs> she took it there. Yeah, it's just a. It's just a deep level of slackery. Yeah, yeah. it was like it was the highest level of slacking one could possibly achieve. Yeah, it was rough, and like that would not have been tolerated if she was on a three-person team. Like I would have loved to see oh, how God. that would have gone. Yeah, well, she would, it was very easy to remove her because it's like, all right, well. Right, exactly. But speaking of when they like they have a bunch of like pre-game talk, not only were they the four team, they didn't go first, second, or third. So maybe they should have pre-gamed and like had Mariah be the puzzle person. And Narice, who's like a self-proclaimed badass, she could have swung over and been the third person to help with that if they knew ahead of time maybe that you know Mariah wasn't right. gonna do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did think about that too. Um, That's and I and it, I feel like that probably would have been the smarter move, but I also feel like it could have even gone worse for their team then because I don't I know she was afraid to swing across the water, but I also don't know like 
you saw like Colleen up there, like she was climbing up the pyramid. You have people climbing up to the top. Like if Mariah couldn't swing across, I don't know if she could have climbed up that thing either. And then she's probably not calling out any colors to anybody. <laughs> I'm trying to remember like what her other challenges were in the previous season. Like, did she do anything like that? Because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like she, she and Fessy were a pretty good team, but I don't remember what their challenges were. No, I don't remember either. Well, there's one coming up, which I think is the best challenge we've seen on the preview, where they're like running on a hamster wheel, spinning like rolling pin looking thing. Hmm. Um, she's gonna have to do that one. So sucks to suck. <laughs> I think it's also oh, important to note that like I'm not sure that the people that were like actually putting the puzzle pieces on and the ones that were looking at the answer key, did they have a platform below? It looked like the platforms were only on the other spots, and like the people that were moving around, I don't know that they had a catch-all. Oh, I didn't. Know I think that. you're. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think there was like a platform on the side that, that they had to do the puzzle on. Yeah, because I feel like if that was the case, and Berna, when she was messing up with how the triangles should be placed, I feel like she would have actually been standing on it, figuring that out instead of just like suspending Hanging, herself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know that Mariah would have done better um, in that situation because. She had no catchies. Can you imagine if, like, the person doing the answers, like, ate it and just, like, fell in the water? Like, then we're going to swing back. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, go back, go back. What a disaster. Well, I, was, I was wondering that, too. Like, yeah, if somebody falls in the water, like, are they just done? Like, are they out of the, the team? Yeah. Yeah, is, is the whole team out? And does the other team just guess until they get it right? <laughs> Keep spinning. <laughs> Check. Berna and her cheeks were fighting gravity on that one. So. <laughs> Berna's cheeks, the star of the show. I thought nothing of her cheeks until they made a thing of it. Like, I was just like, okay, she's just hiked him up. Like, she's, like she's, that's just what she's wearing. Right. She's ready to fight. Like, we're here to play. Well, I'm sure, John, you've <laughs> noticed Berna, Berna has her cheeks out often. In the other end, <laughs> like this isn't the first time her cheeks have been out. I oh, really? Them, I See, I don't really notice those things. Yeah, yeah I've Just never once paid attention. I don't have, I'm not offended. Yeah, no, she. I think she said it comes from like her break dancing because she's like, yeah, that's just how we wear our shorts when we break dance. So, um. But yeah, Horacio, Kylan, and Big T won. We did have some drama with this uh, this nomination. It seemed like Horacio wanted to break up like James and Callum. Kylan was all about uh, sending in Emmanuel. Um, and Kylan ended up winning out there. Uh, Horacio, after much reluctance, decides to say Emmanuel's name. Um, it was interesting to me because, like, Kylan's argument was that, like, he felt like Emmanuel didn't really have doesn't really have anyone in the house, like no real connections. But as soon as they said his name, we saw both Michelle and Jay be like, people don't realize how connected Emmanuel is. And that like, if you come for him, you're coming from coming after a whole bunch of people. So like people are going to be pissed about this. And Jay was like, yeah, Horacio and Kylan is totally fucked up. Um, like I, Emmanuel is such an interesting one. Cause we really don't see him talking to that. I feel like we yeah. don't see him making like deals and stuff. I don't know. What do you think about like, Emmanuel and just the whole decision to put him in over Callum or, or, um, or James. I hadn't thought much of it like then, but like, I do remember like uh, in his previous season, cause it wasn't ride or dies. It was spies, lies and allies, right? right. We last saw him. Um, and I do remember him kind of having a bit of a following and kind of having a click around him, but I'd certainly forgot that until this. Me too, um, honestly. Yeah, and I think that they were done a disservice a little bit. Not a disservice, that's just the game. But, like, you know, Kylan is unaware of that because he's only played the Challenge USA. Um, so he doesn't really know Emmanuel. I could understand that because of the way that he plays this game, you would think that Emmanuel doesn't have really any connections. Like, that would have been a fair assessment from somebody a little bit removed as Kylan is. Um, Horacio... I mean, kind of the same thing. I mean, you didn't play a season with him. You don't know him. Um, the glue of their of that alliance, the U.S. alliance, is Jay and Michelle. So Jay and Michelle were on all the seasons with all the other people in the alliance, but those people in the alliance weren't on seasons with each other. So with with that case, Emmanuel was probably brought in by Jay. And um, I'm sure Pete, like everyone in that alliance trusts him, except maybe Kylan, because Kylan wasn't a part of the alliance until this season. Um, so that's why Kylan wasn't on because we heard on a previous episode, Kylan's sort of on the bottom too of the Alliance. 
Yeah. And Horacio obviously wanted to protect Emmanuel. So he was, I guess, probably – no, he wasn't on that season, but Jay probably looped him into that whole thing. And, uh, yeah, so Kylan's kind of a lone wolf doing his own thing. But still, he would have worked with Horacio if Horacio spoke up. But he did not – Big T spoke up, and that's why they didn't nominate one of the two Brits. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, too, because uh, you mentioned, Brett, like Kylan being on the bottom of the U.S. alliance. And it, it was it was interesting to me because after this pick was made to send Emmanuel in, um, Horacio said something at one point um, in like a confessional saying that there were a lot of eyes and a lot of people questioning Kylan because of how close he was to uh, uh, Melissa, uh, who was like a member of the U.K. alliance. And I just it was interesting because I was thinking about how you can tell who's at the bottom and who's at the top of this American alliance. Kylan is definitely one of the people at the bottom because if people are looking at him for being close to uh, Melissa, why aren't people looking at Michelle for being so close to Callum, who's also a UK player? You know, I know yeah. he's been kind of kind of get into the US alliance a little bit, but it's just interesting to me that like it's okay for Michelle to tread international waters, but Kylan, it's not okay for him, you know? <laughs> so Michelle's in charge. That's why. She's in charge of the right. entire social dynamic of this entire season yeah which i'm already tired of i'm tired of i'm so tired of michelle's voice i'm so tired of her face um <laughs> i gotta say though if, if i was her i would be livid that callum allowed me to look this stupid Silly. on tv <laughs> like uh. oh i would kill him yeah maybe he's mad now she didn't know though at the time but yeah no she is mad no now. but but again like that's why it's so upsetting like she had no clue like because i think she tweeted last night like i found out that callum had a girlfriend episode one when you guys did like if i went through all of this and then when the episode aired found that out i would have to be institutionalized like i would lose it <laughs> yes, she posted something like yesterday, also like on Instagram, like, look at me. I'm not dating any more reality TV people. And it's like, oh, you poor girl. Oh, God. I so didn't work her in that sense. So it didn't work out then, I guess. They didn't uh, have that good of a bond. I, Shocker. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think that had a shot in hell. Face tattoos. Like, he, he's like a walking, living, breathing fuckboy. Like, the fact that you. <laughs> that, that's your fault. That's your fault, Michelle. Okay, well, I, let's not. I also, I also, I also laughed when uh, Michelle was talking because she set up that like date for her and Callum, and she was talking about how like she's just trying to find a guy that like her big crazy Italian family will love, and he, you know, Callum seems to check all the boxes, and I'm like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. Was that phrase dickmatized? Dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must have put on her real good. I guess so. I guess oh, so. I, just, huh? I feel for her, man. Oof. Um, is anyone else upset that the biker chicks alliance just never, never, never took off? Ed, Ed had no interest in the biker chicks. I alliance. already forgot it happened. I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ed was like, "Sorry, girls, I'm already set <laughs> no, up. You. You're on your own." <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate the virtual background they gave to it of them all. Yeah, like, yeah, was that was fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's over from Ed's. Well, from any of their perspectives, as far as I think Ed set it up so that he's protected by people that aren't on his side. So Ed's kind of like floating in the middle a little bit. So he he's in a good spot where he might not never he won't get targeted from either side. You know, he might be somewhere in That's the middle, bottom of the U.S., but. Maybe those girls won't target them if they get the chance. So yeah, yeah. Some of these if fake anything, alliances are just fake until we need them to be real. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, cool, right. He might not be. He might not take it that seriously right now. But like a couple, couple nominations down the line, having an extra two people. You He's know, like, yo, what's going on? I thought it was the biker chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to the biker chicks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh gosh. No, that's oh, fair. That's totally fair. Um. <laughs> so. We had our club night, and then we got back to the house. And this is where things really started to look very uh, interesting for Corey. So, I mean, they're already looking interesting for Corey. But things got really dicey here because right away we see Olivia, Raven, Jay, Emmanuel, and Michelle talking about uh, how flip-floppy Corey is. That's what the episode's title was, too. So flip-floppy. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it was interesting to see that, like, Michelle involved in that conversation. And she said that she didn't really love that whole thing. But... Um, 
you know, it, she can see where things are kind of going, right? Like that she's in this alliance and if people are saying that they don't want Corey around anymore, that she's just got to play along. So, um, and then we cut right to a conversation that Corey was actually having with Callum and Emmanuel. That was like one of the most awkward conversations I think I've ever seen in the challenge. He's trying to like find out, uh, you know, whose name is being thrown around. Uh, they're just pretty much not talking to him and it feels very awkward and you can tell that he totally knows it. Um, Ah, uh, God. And then we get to our nomination. Just, I just, I, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about uh, Corey's decision to do whatever, whatever the hell it was that he did. In I this, wanted in to this literally rip my skin off. Like, I was so uncomfortable. This was a really tough watch. Um, yeah. I mean, I will preface the entire thing with I do think that. I understood the mentality behind it, right? What better way to show my alliance that I am with them 110% than to cut these ties publicly. But like to go as far in as he did, like he was so cold, so savage. And like the way that he said certain things, I was just using you for information. I was like, what is like, the play here? Right, oh. it's like, how could you make anyone else feel comfortable giving you information going forward when you kind of, when you put this out there? You could have just said, hey, my alliance with you was not real. I'm aligned with a different group. I'm so sorry. And just left it there. But like, to go that far, like I wouldn't trust him in the game anymore, unfortunately. No, yeah. Absolutely like, not. Yeah. I think the play there was that people had, had said it. He needed to have told them that's what he was doing ahead of time. And then he didn't have to publicly announce it because he basically, like, no one knew he was being a spy until he said mm -hmm. it in public. So for them, like, you know, if you're a Raven or a Mariah or something, you're probably like, oh, well, he might be doing the same to me. And he's only trying right. one or two people. So yeah. I see why he did it, but he did it poorly. And now nobody's going to trust them because they might just be the next Melissa and Big T. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like, feel secure with him. They were straight up crying. Like it was bad. Yeah. He was definitely like, like I, yeah, I, I do agree that I understand like what he was trying to do, but like just the manner and he, and, and like how he tried to do it, like, like it was just so cold. Like you could see how much it hurt Big T and Melissa and Big T talking about how like, you know, they had his back and he he's just being like, I don't care. I don't care. Like I'm here to win money and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then even like the way that they like kind of cut to like the conversation that Big T and Corey were having at Big T's like coming out party and Big T talking about how like, oh, um, you know, like how like Corey was one of the few people she felt like she could really be like vulnerable around and like really open up to. So to now feel like that whole thing was just kind of like a show and like a lie um, just to try to get information out of you in this game. I felt like this was so sloppy and messy. Yeah. Like I just, oh God, it was really, really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So does Big T not count then? Because I know he wanted to protect Huey. Um, so does Big T not part of that alliance that they got going on? Uh, or they have going on? I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> no, that's not. guess yeah. not. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, no matter what Corey was trying to do here, it clearly did not work because no. every single person voted for him. Um, so we had our two nominees, Corey and Emmanuel, going into the arena to potentially uh, have to compete in an elimination against our mercenary. And I know last week, Kyle, we were talking about hoping for like a CT or a Cara Maria. So what did you think when out walking came Devin? I am so <laughs> over Devin. <laughs> I mean, I was erect, but that's about it. <laughs> I was erect. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think Devin is unbelievably attractive, but other than that, okay. <laughs> I could not care less. Like, I don't see him as the big threatening challenge champion like they're trying to make him out to be like stop trying to make him like the next bananas the like, thing is i, I don't chaos i love this and blah 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 and it's like you only just won and you played like seven or eight times so, but like, that's the thing is like cool. i don't i don't think anybody finds devin as intimidating as devin does you know no. like he's always walking around like i'm a big shot and i'm like are you though i don't think anybody <laughs> is nervous <laughs> 
No. Yeah, I think the I think the the one like area where like Devin really is a threat and people see him as a threat, I think would be the puzzles. Like he's definitely uh-huh. worked at like to get in better shape and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like compared to a lot of other challengers and like challenge champions, like he's definitely not anywhere near as big of like a physical threat, I think. But definitely the puzzles, I think Devin's like considered one of the best. So you, so you um, mean an elimination that was almost custom tailored to Devin, where they <laughs> count a bunch of objects or something? I mean, the, only, the only thing they could have made this a better better for Devin was literally like make it real math and not just counting. And then like yeah, like like you said, the puzzles. So I wanted to see a whole yeah. brawl, Devin and his person. Oh choice. God! <laughs> but, Oof, well, I mean, yeah. you know, to be fair, if he would have chosen, if if Devin chose Callum for a whole brawl, I actually think that's rather evenly matched. Um, but that would only have happened if you also chose that chaos, you know. Which I got exactly what I said I wanted last week. I was elated that that was what the third thing was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're that right there. So we, yeah, uh, you know, we maybe weren't as as excited. Uh, for Devin to come out as we would have been for another champion, but uh, we did at least get to see what the third option in the draw was, which was that Devin gets to choose any man he wants besides the two that are safe in Horacio and Kylan. So he's got the pick, the pick of the litter, whatever he wants. Exactly um, what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this was, this was exciting. And it does make me feel like uh, excited for future uh, potential matchups. So like if it gets pulled again, like, I still think about how like it was so crazy when Jay took out CT in that one elimination. Like, like it would be funny, like, especially because Jay is like high up in the pecking order for like the U.S. Alliance. Like, it would be funny if CT came in and pulled that and was like, "All right, Jay, come back down here. It's time for a rematch." You know? Yeah. Or, uh, or well, like, right? Yeah. CT in the trailer, CT's holding that one, the one with the spikes on the end. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I was listening to another podcast where they're talking about that, but like, I don't know if it looks like he maybe walks in with it versus pulling it out. So I don't know if they're just like, Hey CT, here's the, the choice one. Just walk in and scare everybody. (laughs) But probably, I mean, probably, hopefully we get to see uh, CT come in and choose somebody. I at first thought I would choose James. Like maybe they're going to have a physical one and then he'll just Mm. like pull out James because James is huge, but maybe he'll rematch Jay. Who knows? Yeah. It could be interesting. Uh, I also was, yeah, (laughs) I also was thinking about, um, like another matchup because I feel like I remember Laurel and Michelle having like a big beef in, uh, in Ride or Dies. I feel like they were going at it for a lot of the season when they were both in there together. So like that could be another fun matchup. Um, can you imagine if like, if (laughs) CT and Laurel take out Jay and Michelle, I feel like this game just opens wide up. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I wouldn't yeah. even know exactly where, because like they are definitely the ones kind of leading everything. I feel absolutely, like. yeah, yeah. I'd love to see them both go. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I honestly don't disagree. And I think I have Jay on my team, right? So I mean, I have Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man, but yeah. So we had uh. To- so yeah, we have uh, Emmanuel and Corey off the hook. So I'm very excited to see what happens when Corey gets back into the house and uh, see oh, if he can Lord. see if he can repair his game or whatever. But um, for the elimination, we had Devin and Callum competing in totally mental. So they each had uh, these 10 crates that were filled with all different uh, items. Um, and they had to count up the items in each crate and uh, put them in numerical order. And the first one to do this would be the winner of the elimination. And honestly, the minute that Devin screwed up, like right off the bat, I was like, okay, he's going to win this. <laughs> Cause I was like, there's no way he's going to like screw up like that right in the beginning. And then like, it's just Calum's going to run away with it and win it. Like I just, for some reason I was like, all right, Devin dropped all those pieces in that one crate. He's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the story. That's how amazing Devin is. Yeah. Right. Right. I thought the opposite. I thought that, I thought they were just oh. gonna troll, troll Devin. I thought they're like, oh, Devin, Devin's our our champ, our current reigning champ. I guess. <laughs> so now because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you had to do that you were good at was being smart, and you were really dumb, and now you lose. So. <laughs> there was something I don't know what you guys would think about this, but. The, there was the moment where Callum was counting everything, and you could see that pretty much all the contenders were rooting for him, except for maybe a few. But um, and 
all of the contenders up there started yelling and like counting along with him, and that would piss me off so much if I was trying that to count. Fucked me <laughs> up so bad. <laughs> like if I like, if I get the number wrong, you can tell me afterwards, but don't count when I'm counting. Yeah. Uh, right. No, it, it would just it would screw me. I would be like, "What is a number? Like, I don't know how to count anymore. What's happening? Everyone, stop yelling at me!" <laughs> it would confuse yeah. me so bad. Which also then credit to Devin, even in that moment, because people are counting, throwing out all these yeah. numbers, and they're not yours, <laughs> and like you're still having to count on your own. Like, no wonder why you were turning around and looking to see what his answer was. Um, I did also think that was lame, though. Like, they, at least if you have two different color boxes and, like, you know that one person is working different with Different amounts. Color, yeah, you can at least put different amounts in both. Like, that shouldn't even, like, you shouldn't be able to turn around just, like, let me just see what you did. Like, mm -hmm. we need yeah, some, that was annoying. Some big yeah. brother walls or whatever where I can't. Something. Yeah. 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 Some also, oh, tell people to shut up. In the, I mean, the sometimes it's fun to hear people in the peanut gallery talking and yelling out answers to help people. But other times it's really annoying because you're like, just shut up. I don't want your interference in a challenge. Right. Let me just do this. I most of the time don't like it because it's like, I don't like that. It's just like shenanigans, you know, like I, the, the challenge isn't playing out the way that it would normally play out with these two people <laughs> competing against each other. It's just this one person and everybody else in the house that wants them to go away. So like... In, in a challenge where it's like puzzle answers or like they're telling you to put something in a certain place or you have to have like some kind of like numerical value. It just completely like there's no point in having a competition, you know, the best way to fix that is to make them physical challenges like hall brawl. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't think Michelle yelling at the top of her lungs is going to help anybody in a hall brawl. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on, baby. Woo, you woo. That was annoying. Yeah, yeah, over and over again. That was so annoying. annoying. Yeah, it uh, really did. It just something it made me. me feel so bad. <laughs> no, she doesn't know. <laughs> oh god, so ridiculous. Oh god. There was a, what did you think though about everybody being like, especially Michelle? Michelle has been making everything about her all season long. Like when Asaf was now voted in, she's like, oh my gosh, this means I can go away, and it's just like carrying it on. <laughs> and now he he decides that he wants to go against Callum. He's like, oh my gosh, how could Calum. I'm dating him, babe. I just well, got here ten minutes ago. Like, yeah, how would Devin possibly know that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, did you say no? Because I saw her be like, you can't put Jay in, but she never said, don't put in Callum. I'm dating him. So like, then he picks Callum, and she's like, I can't believe. And he says in the confessional, like, I had no idea they were dating because she didn't freaking tell right. him. How are you gonna be mad at him if you didn't know that he was your person? I think well, there's like apparently. a saying or something when when you're loyal to everyone, you're loyal to no one. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah it's very true yeah. um brett had said that he saw on the socials though that michelle when she was saying definitely not him it looked like she was pointing to jay but um a lot of people are speculating that she was actually pointing at callum because yeah, they were both like right next side? to it they were like both right next to each other yeah, yeah. So, so if i didn't say I, I might have said that on my podcast but um yeah so basically if michelle's pointing this direction jay was like here then there was another person here and then callum was over here and so she was kind of like reaching around jay i think and pointing at callum is what mm -hmm. apparently she said to someone else and uh that, like on a podcast and then another podcast said that that's what she said so she did i guess at that point say callum whoever this guy is don't pick him but also devin was like i'm not going to pick anyone i know well how the hell you know callum's name is callum because he's wearing a sweatshirt and not a challenge jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to believe that he wants the challenge UK. And that's how he knew who he was. Or at the very least, they gave him some kind of a roster of like, here's the people you can pick from if it comes down to it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Callum's going home. Callum, Callum is eliminated. Michelle has lost her, her showmance. And the prize pot has been... Uh, Decreased. Has been has been emptied out by another ten grand. Yeah, decreased. And there's and there won't be a second date because apparently in real time they ain't talking no more. <laughs> well, second date, as to be expected. Listen, he's he's on my draft team, and I am elated to see him go. Goodbye, goodbye. Oh, yeah, that's right. That means <laughs> no, that uh, Jean is down three people on her team now. Yeah. Kieran, Cal uh, Callum, and Huhui. Um, well, you got my two favorite people, Horacio and Ed, for the win. So that's good. Ah, there you go. 
We still got Ed Kyle. Ed for the win. <laughs> Ed for the win. Oh, fuck- Kyle. I mean, maybe. I just. Maybe. My three favorite people are Harasu, Ed, and Kylan. Oh, okay. All and, right. If, if, All if right. I got to pick a girl, Zara. Zara's, Zara's a beast. Zara's a good one. Yeah, I like Zara a lot. Can we talk about what is this Zaza that Michelle keeps saying? Is anybody else hearing that? Is that I think that's, uh, I think that's I think her nickname. nickname? Oh, that's yeah. her nickname. Okay, I yeah. only hear Michelle say it though. You thought she was just <laughs> screwing up? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why do you keep getting her name wrong? Clear, <laughs> and I'm like, clearly these confessionals are after the fact. And production was like, baby girl. Well, I've, I've, heard also, <laughs> I've, I've heard Zaza is also the richest person on the show because she comes from like uh, like a royalty family or something. Oh wow! So he's just doing this for fun. Must be nice. I Must wish I could really do nice. TV for fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> and do it so well too. Like it's not like she's just, she's not playing as if she's just playing for funsies. Like she's playing like she actually wants to win. Well, I mean, I guess how you'd play any board game, right? Playing a board like you know, I didn't sit down at the table to lose. So, which yeah. apparently she would have whooped Cass Cass's ass in uh, their final in UK. But they switched partners up and stuff. So Zaza, she was overall, she was way better than Cass, but Cass had a good partner on one leg, and that's how she beat her by like a minute. Yeah, it was very close. It was I think they mentioned it. It was like 30 seconds or something like that that Zara was behind uh was behind Cass. So uh yeah, Zara's Zara's awesome. She's really awesome. I mean, you can um, say whatever you want about Cass's partners, though. I mean, she still had to put in the work to keep up with the partner. So like she shouldn't be completely discredited. These people, yeah. and she did win. Uh, she did win the world champion uh, world championship after uh, after that. So she did also have Jordan. Um, you know, yeah. You literally, you literally just said to, to show some respect to Kaz. I know because I, I play devil's advocate on myself. Anything I hear, I just like to oh, challenge no. it and just see what happens. Hold on. So I was like, yo, I need somebody I need somebody to chat in this live chat. I was like, I want to do a live show, a live chat, and we finally got one from uh, Natalie Duran. Well, yeah. Hey, Natalie. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, we got uh, more people. People, what's, are, coming, what's people are coming. Like... People are waking up. <laughs> Natalie says that Melissa and Big T did an IG live together last night and went off on Corey. They said they said they will not be at the reunion if he's there. Yikes. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's I mean, so messy. Like, the way that he went about it was very Bernie. It was, was snaky, yeah. Yeah, it was uncomfies. Very uncomfies. Very uncomfies. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what they're saying, but in reality, they, their visa probably expired. They can't get to California. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Oh, I won't man. have the cast slander. I won't have the cast slander. I mean, who Unless it's coming from you. Wait, who's cast? Well, Cass is supposed to be Cass. Like we we know this. Oh, look at you, sassy, sassy man. Um, <laughs> but no. Oh, okay. Who were we just talking? About? Okay, hold on. Yeah, I forgot. So who were we just talking about? Are you back? Hello, hello. <laughs> Checking back. In. Checking back. In. differently. Yeah, just just a Z, just a Z. We chose an S. That's all right. A little bit more feminine. But like, she did play the game twice and win twice. I mean, like you, you just are just on bullet points alone. I don't feel like she should be discounted. That's all. <laughs> Country girl, shake it for me, girl. God. Shake it for me, girl. <laughs> it's a little, little impromptu concert. <laughs> there you go. Live oh, music man. as well. Stratchat does it all. Does it all. That's right. Um. So there's, I think there's a couple of good things to get excited about, you know, some some potentially fun things to look uh, look forward to here. And now that we saw Kylan being very pissed that Emmanuel is coming back into the house, uh, he's already got eyes on him about the whole Melissa thing. Now he's got a very strong player that's going to be targeting him. Um, and then just to see what Corey does now, now that he's coming back, like how does he come back come back from this? How does he come back? Does he go right back into elimination? Does he somehow? Sk- I mean, this was a men's elimination, right? So. Um, with the men's, right? You so he got a bye week, right? Yeah, and should be female, right? Um, And as fluid as a game like this is, I mean, people don't necessarily forget 
but like you can kind of start to come back from things because you know Berna definitely looked like she was on yeah. the way out in the beginning of this, and now ain't nobody saying Berna, right? All they're doing is just talk about her cheeks. So who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? But at least Berna's was based on behavior and not like savagery. So mm -hmm. there is that too. There is that too. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm hoping that they do either like so we're gonna have a girl and a guy come or we're gonna have two more girls come right at this point. So Car Maria is gonna be one of them. CT is gonna be another. I'm hoping that we get like another seven or eight. So either do a double elimination or do one where it's like, hey, this could be a guy's or a girl's elimination. And depending on who wins slash how you vote determines who it's going to be. So that like that's going to bring a little more chaos if they do something like that. Because I hate the shit where they just like, oh, it's girls week. It's guys week. Like I want a little more chaos where they're actually fighting against each other and not working together. Yeah, we did actually talk last week, I think. Kyle, I think, mentioned it about how he would love to see a double elimination and uh, have two mercenaries come in. That's when we were talking about, like, let's have, like, a crazy episode, get CT and Kara in the same uh, same elimination. That's when we were talking about that, so. Well, and we were saying, too, like, since nobody went home because of Kaz, the numbers, you know, they, they, they very easily could be happening soon. Right, they're all messed up. Yeah. Yep. And there's a number of mercenaries that are still left to be, you know, to come in here. Because, like, we're, we're due for, what is it, Durrell, Brad, and CT for the men? That yeah. we're still expecting I, to see? Yeah, I think there's ten total, uh, five women and five men. Mm. Yeah, there's still a lot of fun to come. A lot of fun to come. Um, Casey, uh, you know... I feel like she's lesser of the fun. I feel like she's an early fun. I'm more excited... Um, I don't like that I'm excited to see Tori, but I do think that would be a little bit more of an exciting elimination. Just saying. Um, <laughs> Laurel, of course, you know, that's one of my queens. Absolutely. Um, and Kara, I mean, like, there's some excitement to come. Oh, I think yeah. Casey's a badass challenger. However, since you, you're a little, like, lackluster on her, Kyle, I think Tyler Crispin should have won Big Brother. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Kyle's so? deep in thought. Kyle's deep in thought. I know, but I, I can't tell if you agree or not. <laughs> I don't know if I agree or not either. Um, that's a tough one for me. And I actually, I, I wouldn't want to make a very strong definitive statement there because that was one of my very first seasons of Big Brother. And I did a lot of like retroactive watching. Um, and I feel like I learned the game a little bit better than when I knew it as I watched that season if that makes sense. So I would love to give that another watch and just kind of just look around and just see some things. Um, I, the only thing I can say that I remember like very, very clearly is that Tyler definitely dug himself in a hole because he had too many one-on-one, -on -one, like very, very personal relationships with people in the house. And that he, is what forms a bitter jury. Yeah, his, um, his jury was bitter as hell. <laughs> right. And I can- Well, bitter, bitter juries suck. So, I mean, I don't blame him for that. And anyone who's on the jury and who's better, they suck. Yeah. Jury management yeah. is a like social game is a pretty big component. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, yes, it makes sense to have jury management. But if you're on the jury and you're a bitter Betty, like you suck. And I'm sorry, like that's how it is. So I probably would have bad <laughs> jury management, honestly. Yeah, you might have been in Tyler's same situation. <laughs> yeah. Just considering everybody else to be a weenie. Like, so like, I don't know, who knows? Um, because I've still been of the opinion, we've discussed this even like with Survivor. Like when people want to discount Gabler's win or they want to discount Erica's win, like we can sit here as viewers and say, like, I don't think this person deserved it. But how do you think you know better than the people who played the game with them? Who lived like they were it, in yeah. it. Yeah, they were in it and they lost to these people and they still decided to vote for them. So, like, that certainly counts for something. Yeah. yeah. And just to clear things up, like I'm not really trying, I'm not slandering Casey. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not really about the slander. It's just, I just I feel like we put her on this pedestal and like in the challenge, like, yes, she's got some strong elimination wins, but she still hasn't I don't yeah. know. She won once, right? She won once. Did she win? On the challenge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah, she's that, here now, right? So yeah. she's obviously a vet. She or she won. Right, she's a champion. Yeah. Right, right. So like, I'm not slandering her. It's just like when you look at the rest of the mercenaries, like, I mean, come on, like, 
Casey and Kara, like, I don't know why Kara does not get the respect that she deserves. I mean, she's like an absolute beast, you know? So, no, I mean, Kara deserves respect for sure. I just think she hasn't been around for a while. So, I wouldn't mind seeing Kara versus Casey, but we're not getting that. No, we're not going to get that, but I, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. And no, Matt, it's not more like lame deer games. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> We're super excited about reindeer games, some Christmas fun. All right, yeah, Jingle Chime. Kyle, Jingle Kyle, Kyle is very excited about Santa's blessing. No, I am. I don't care about winning $100,000. I'm here to play this game for Santa's blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like reindeer games because it's like the challenge. All I have to do is win, and you can't vote me out. So mm. that's why I like right. the challenge. Like and literally, it's only like two if weeks I get long. one show, I want to be on the challenge because you cannot vote me out. Even if I piss you off and you hate me, you can't vote me out. Put me in elimination. Right. It's on me. No, nope, it's all up to me. I decide <laughs> my fate. Jingle, jangle. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, okay, so the last thing I wanted to just bring up was the next on from this challenge episode. We took a it looks little bit messy. of messy. Yeah. It's uh this this daily challenge looks absolutely brutal. We see people getting like dragged around by like getting caught up in these chains. At one point it looks like one of the chains like just smashes Kyland right in the face and he gets totally bloodied up. Um so it'll be interesting to see what this daily challenge is. Um and then apparently Melissa and Raven are about to start beefing big time. Uh, they were screaming at each other in this uh, in this little clip. So um, that's the yeah. Melissa we know and love. Go on, Melissa. Bring <laughs> so she's fun. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Does anybody else have anything for uh, this episode of the Challenge Thirty Nine? Anything we didn't talk about? Yeah, I want to call out Matt Blevins for talking about Rockstar. Being, oh. being of season 20 what are you talking about dude listen we don't slander rock star here okay yeah not on her daughter's birthday all right i Wait, i love her and people are talking what about umbrellas that? too hopefully that's a squid squid game this one. hey if you're watching squid game go check out the reality guys we covered squid game so yeah yeah no one wants the umbrella <laughs> i'll make you take it if you're against me. The only person deserves to win 20 wow <laughs> She was fun feeds, all right. <laughs> she was a good time. She was a good time. Michelle, um, hey, hey, she hey, Brett, Brett's the standout of that season, in my opinion. So, personal bias, maybe. Of course, he is. Defense wins championships. <laughs> I'm not going to say that he played like the best game, but he is absolutely like he's so stunning. Oh my gosh! Like I just. My mouth waters like every time I see him. He has like five different Instagrams, and I follow them all. And speaking of that, anyway, speaking of him in that season, if any Big Brother producer is watching this, we need Hide and Go Veto back, by the way. Oh, That's my. Yeah. God. I'm yeah. so mad we didn't get it this season. Is that the I don't think Kyle's a fan. Kyle's no, not a fan. Kyle hates it. No, they yeah, tear up the whole house and everything. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like a mess. I love one. it. Absolutely not. I would go back in that house and I would light everybody up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're dumping out the cereal. You're flipping my mattress. Don't you fuck with my bed. I don't care what is going on. You better leave my shit alone. I'm like, don't see. But I think I feel like you should enjoy it though Same. because it's not. It's not like you're actually in there and you like have to actually clean up the house after. It's like you get to watch someone else's house get all screwed up it's fun mm -mm. Gives me some <laughs> anxiety i can't separate enough there's no way they, they've I, never I, brought it back specifically because of brett because he gamed the system too well and now they can't do it anymore was that the last <laughs> one wow yeah i mean that would have been my strategy my strategy would would have been to like climb the ceilings or something and try to put it where somebody can't reach it but yeah. i don't like the mess either but i like the i like hiding it I really like that. <laughs> and Natalie, I do not make a best. You better get your life. <laughs> John will tell you, like, everything in my house, in my apartment is absolutely, it's where it's supposed to be. It's very, very perfect. I don't do that. Um, even after washing dishes, everything is folded exactly the way it's supposed to be. The dish towel is very neatly to the left of the sink. <laughs> like, no, everything has a place. Um even these boxes back here give me massive anxiety. I hate looking at them. 
just don't yeah. have all the shelving that I need yet. All right, we're working on it. <laughs> now that I can't blur my background, my, my background looks like hide and go veto a little bit. <laughs> There's still all right done there. Um, <laughs> but I would enjoy organizing it. <laughs> oh my god. People to hear talking about Sam. <laughs> OMG, <laughs> Sam, Sam was so mad they destroyed the house. I would be too. Okay, Sam deserved second place to Rockstar's win. <laughs> I like Sam. And everybody, they also kind of gave her a lot of crap because, like, she didn't want anybody else in there in her HOH room. And I was like, oh, that would have been me too. Like, y'all not going to be laying in my bed. Y'all not going to just be walking in. Like, I earned this. This is supposed to be my private space. Y'all not just going to be coming in here. Like, this is like just an extra bedroom. Absolutely not. You're not going to be in my shower. You're not going to be in my tub. You're not going to be in my basket of snacks. No, no, no. My space for a week. Sorry. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Oh, I agree. Except for the fact that you have to, like, play a strategy game. So that's where I'm like, because I agree with you on that, but. You can come in by invite. Like if I yeah. let you in here, then it's fine. But An like, exclusive club. Right. If I go down for dinner and I come back upstairs and someone's laying in my bed, like I, there's no good end to that. <laughs> hey, there, there, there's a good way to get on Big Brother. Just tell people like, you know what? I don't give a shit. You're not on my team. You're not allowed in my room. And I'm going to vote you out next chance I get. And if you want to take me out, win HOH. And if you suck, you suck. And I'll win. My alliance will win. I'll win veto. Just no, I don't care if you are on my team. Draw There's no good reason for you to be in my bedroom if I'm not in there too. Yeah. What are you doing? There's so many other places to go. Go outside. Go outside. <laughs> go, go outside. <laughs> go outside. <laughs> um, there's something really important that I have to do um, before we uh, wrap this stream up. Um, oh, yeah? Really, yeah, it's really important. Uh, I just need to play this real quick. Little, 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 little. That was it. That's all I wanted to do. I um, cannot stand you. Yeah, since we, since we finally got that new footage of Gina leadling, ah! she finally sent it to us. So we just had to make sure I got that in here. once. So like finally. <laughs> um, but all right. I mean, so we're doing another stream right after this uh, for Big yeah. Brother Australia. Uh, mm -hmm. re recapping the last two weeks because we missed last week because of Thanksgiving. So we got we're getting caught up. Um, but before we end this. Brett, uh, just remind everybody one more time where they can find both you and the reality guys. Um, yeah, you can little, little, little. Yes, yes, we got it. <laughs> on uh, on uh, yeah, it's my name, Brett Larkin. And uh, if you want to follow the reality guys, we have an Instagram also, same thing, the reality guys, and our YouTube, the reality guys, all <laughs> one word. So go awesome, like, and subscribe. And send me money. If you need my Venmo, let me just slide it down. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, and send me money. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and if you want money, also uh, DM me because I can send you uh, sports picks and make you money. There you go. There you go. He's not going to send you cold hard cash, but he'll let you know how you can make some. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, everybody really should check out the reality guys. They're a great podcast. They cover a ton of shows, um, and they're they're pals of ours. So you know, yeah. support support us and support them. Um, and for Strat Chat, what we've got coming up, like I said, uh, right after this, taking maybe a quick five minute break or so, that we're going to get caught up on the last two weeks of Big Brother Australia. Uh, and other than that. Um, next week, Monday, we'll be covering the next episode or the most recent episode of Survivor that was on last night, Survivor mm -hmm. 45. That'll be uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, right? Yeah. Um, we also keep an eye out. It's finale week for Big Brother Australia next week. And we're, we're going to be busy. Yeah, very busy. We're going to be doing exit interviews with all of the house guests from Big Brother Australia as they leave the house, uh, ending with the winner next week. Um so we got to figure out exactly when those times are, right? But um, and the days and everything, just to I I, I still I'm not confident to say because of the time zone difference <laughs> right now <laughs> that it's <laughs> oh um, Kyle get, take it away. People, we'll be chatting with people Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at six thirty, so you can expect the episode to go up as scheduled at eight o'clock as we've been doing lately. Yeah. Um, the last one ran a little late because we were, we actually spoke to um, Gracie May and TJ for like a little over an hour. So that one went <laughs> up at like 8.30. But um, 
these we have to keep a little shorter because um, these people have a lot of different things to do. <laughs> so um, you can look for those Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. All right. Well, I think that's it. Thank you again so much, Brett, for coming and hanging out. Um, really good time. Yeah, very, very fun. You got it. You got it. And uh, all right, everybody, keep hanging out with us. We're going to be doing another stream right after this, so stay hanging out with us. Uh, find us at Strat Chat Pod and all the socials. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, find us everywhere. All right? We'll see you soon. Little, 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 little.